Chapter Nineteen of the Cowardly Lion of Oz by Ruth Plummy Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nineteen, in the Emerald City. Who found this witch? Asked Ozma anxiously. For witches of any sort distress the kind little fairy ruler. Who found which? Repeated Scraps, waving her cotton arms wildly but at a reproving nod from the scarecrow she subsided before dorothy could answer tiktok's machinery ran down and his iron hold on nick's neck relaxed much to his relief villains squalled snore flapping into the air this is a fine way to receive friends i've a mind to pull out your beard he screamed angrily beating his wings in the face of the soldier with the green whiskers run bob he cried, as the terrified soldier let go of the little orphan. Everyone was so surprised at Snore's sudden outbreak and his unusual appearance that they simply gasped. But Notta, realizing what a bad impression they were making, called pleadingly for Snore to take his claws out of the soldier's whiskers, and as Bob-Up added his voice to Notta's, Snore let go and retired sulkily to the top of a golden cabinet. They're worse than uns, he muttered, stamping his foot. I think there is no harm in the boy, whispered the scarecrow to Ozma, for he noticed that Bob made no attempt to escape. Why do you travel in the company of a witch? asked Ozma rather sternly. He's not a witch, cried Bob up miserably. He's not a. Not a witch, puzzled Ozma, wrinkling up her brows. All the celebrities stared suspiciously at their prisoner, but as Sir Hocus had him firmly by one arm and the tin woodman by the other, Notta could not remove his disguise. "'The boy has spoken the truth,' quavered the clown. "'If these gentlemen will let me go for a moment, I will prove that I am not a witch.' "'Don't let go,' advised the scarecrow, wrinkling his cotton forehead, "'for he may bewitch us.' Have a little Dorothy tell her story. So while Bob fumed with impatience and not a groan at the delay, Dorothy told how they had come flying toward her in the garden. But if it had been a witch, wouldn't she have melted when you threw the water on her? asked Trot, who had listened so far in silence. She liked the looks of this little boy and felt that some mistake had been made. Call the Wizard of Oz! cried Jack Pumpkinhead. This was such a reasonable suggestion. Bob wondered how a Pumpkinhead could have thought of it. As there seemed no way of convincing these interesting folks that the clown was not a witch, Bob gave it up for the moment and began examining them with close attention. Tick-Tock simply fascinated the little boy, and he immediately decided that, next to Notta, he had never seen anyone more jolly than the Scarecrow. Even the knight, now that he had his visor up, no longer alarmed Bob up, and when the comfortable camel thrust his long neck in through one of the windows to inquire what was the matter, Bob burst out laughing in spite of himself. Right here the little bald Wizard of Oz came bouncing into the throne room, a small black grip clutched in one hand. 
if this person is a witch sighed ozma after the scarecrow had related all that happened she must be destroyed can you discover by your magic whether or not it is a witch certainly said the sprightly little wizard laying out his tools in a business-like manner snorer flew down from the cabinet in alarm will it hurt he called uneasily if she is not a witch she has nothing to fear replied the wizard eyeing snorer with amazement the wizard sending for a tumbler first mixed a pink and green powder together and then added a drop of red liquid that immediately set the powder to sizzling when it bubbled to the top he flung the contents of the tumbler directly in the witch's face sir hokus and the tin woodman ducked and not a spluttered but the fiery liquid trickled harmlessly off his nose it is not a witch smiled the wizard of oz turning to ozma then why do you pretend to be asked the little queen her voice though still stern sounded very much relieved taking heart notta begged his two captors to release him this they did and the clown instantly tore off his wig and stepped out of the black cloak why it's a clown cried dorothy in delight i told you he wasn't a witch shrilled bob up wriggling away from the soldier with the green whiskers and rushing over to not a bit more why bless my heart cried the wizard of oz bounding down the steps of the throne two at a time this is a surprise sir let me embrace you and as notta made no objection he gave him several good hugs i used to work in a circus myself beamed the little wizard and i tell you a clown is a sight that makes me homesick as to that said notta with a little bow to ozma this country surpasses any circus i was ever in can you do funny tricks asked dorothy he can somersault cartwheel stand on his head walk on his hands and he knows lots of songs don't you notta cried bob dancing with excitement so do i shrilled scraps jealously and if he thinks i cannot stand on my head let him watch sir hokus of pokes restrained the reckless girl and ozma tapping on the arm of her throne for order begged notta to explain his presence in the emerald city and his reason for coming as a witch we are sorry to have treated you so rudely said ozma gravely but we must blame your costume for that certainly said scraps shaking her cotton fingers at notta if you come as a witch you must expect to be treated every which way notta looked rather embarrassed as he explained his rules of disguise politeness joke and run oh, i always seem to choose the wrong disguise sighed the clown don't you think it better to be natural asked the scarecrow in his jolly voice especially when you are naturally so nice notta was quite flustered at this charming speech first be nice and then be natural how's that for a rule cried scraps brilliantly and they were all so relieved that the clown had turned out so well they laughed heartily very good ticked tick-tock whom somebody had wound up i am naturally bright because i am naturally copper 
Well, after this, said Nata, when the merriment had subsided, after this I will be myself, for I guess it is better to be yourself even if you are a clown. But how did you reach Oz? Who is that little boy? And do introduce us to your feathered friend, begged the Scarecrow, who had been glancing curiously from one to the other. This, said Nata, drawing Bob close to him, is Bob Up an orphan from Philadelphia, and the bravest and best little boy in America. "'Hello, orphan!' cried Scraps genially. "'Orphan, orphan, how do you do? You love me and I'll love you. First you're here, then gone again. Do come, orphan, on again.' A stern hush from the night silenced her, and Notta introduced Nickadoodle from Un. Nick immediately took the floor and carefully demonstrated his telephone nose, which he explained had been invented by Uncle Billy. So everyone, including the Scarecrow, came down and shook him gravely by the claw. Then, as they were all anxious to hear what had brought the three travelers to the Emerald City, they grouped themselves about the throne, and Notta started to tell the story of his amazing three days in Oz. But just as he was explaining in a spirited manner their flight to Mudge, a bustle in the great hall without interrupted the story, and a breathless footman came rushing in to announce the arrival of Glinda the Good Sorceress who ruled over the quadling country of Oz. "'Something must have happened,' cried Ozma, jumping up in distress. "'Don't be so previous, my dear.' begged the Scarecrow, himself falling down the steps of the throne to show how collected he was. But at that instant Glinda herself swept into the throne room. Twelve little maidens in lovely red dresses held up her long train, and Bob Up, looking at Glinda's beautiful face and lovely flame-colored robes, thought he had never seen a more radiant fairy. The courtiers and celebrities hastily made way for Glinda. Hurrying up to Ozma, the sorceress asked anxiously, "'Where is the cowardly lion? Has anyone seen the cowardly lion?' Now, strangely enough, no one in the palace had missed their big chum, but at Glinda's words they all began shaking their heads and looking uneasily at one another. "'Why, I haven't seen him for two days,' cried Dorothy with a worried little frown. "'We have!' cried Bob up, forgetting for a moment he was in the presence of royalty. We saw him yesterday. What's happened? cried Notta. I see now we never should have left him. Why, do you know the cowardly lion? asked Ozma in surprise, for Notta had not yet come to their meeting, nor even told them of Mustafa's determination to add the cowardly lion to his collection. So as quickly as he could, and without stopping to describe doorways or un, the clown told his story. "'Ah!' sighed Glinda as he finished. "'That explains the entry in the magic record book. Hurry up, my friends. Some of us must go instantly to Mudge.' "'What did the record say?' asked Dorothy, and all the celebrities looked frightened and anxious, for the cowardly lion was a great favorite. The magic record book is one of the treasures of Oz. It tells, just as they happen, 
all the events in that marvelous country and in every other country it's sad began glinda in her soft voice that the cowardly lion was in grave danger and unless help comes before noon he will be destroyed what shrilled notta in horrified tones while sir hokus of pokes began sharpening his dagger on his leg and the scarecrow fell on his nose from the very shock of the thing where's my magic belt cried ozma clapping her small hands frantically jellia fetch my magic belt ozma with this belt meant to transport as many of the company as possible to mudge but before the little serving-maid returned notta himself had accomplished that very thing glancing around hurriedly he began touching everyone who looked as if he might prove useful in a battle sir hokus vanished first for notta was very much impressed by the knight's warlike appearance then the tin woodman because his axe looked so sharp then tick-tock because he was so solid and dependable then glinda because she was a sorceress and the wizard because he was also versed in magic then dorothy because she was crying and bob because notta could not bear to leave him behind and then snorer because he had proven himself so faithful ozma who had forgotten about the magic verse was startled almost out of her senses by these sudden disappearances she put up her sceptre to object but notta ran forward and touched her too and she was gone with the others help wailed scraps tumbling out of the window and the rest of the company began backing into corners but the clown now satisfied with his army of invasion seized the yellow hand of the scarecrow and repeated his verse for the last time udge budge come to mudge udgers budgers we are mudgers in a flash they were in mudge every single person the clown had touched and the sight that met their eyes was simply terrifying end of chapter 19